superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. J.J. Watt with a three-time defensive player of the year. From the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Does your brother deserve his first? What do you think? Throws the pass and batted down by T.J. Watt. On that table. Deserved it last year. He's going to get it this year. Today's guests, Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward. Pro Football Hall of Famer Tony Dungy. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup. And now... It's Rich Hour number one of day number five of this huge get ready for playoff week of the Rich Eisen show is on the air. I'm wearing lavender. Hey, <laughs> this is going to be a great three hour program. We are chock full of guests. We are so excited for football. You have no earthly idea. I think you have an idea. We're very excited for football. Uh, I am your humble host, best dad ever for a long time running, and I'm proud of it. And uh, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, hey, sir? Hey, I'm great. Rich. Mike Del Tufo, hey, DJ Mikey D. The rare full week, full week. week's work about that? of wow. of uh, worth of work from Mike Del Tufo, ladies and gentlemen. And I am I don't mixing the last Michigan time. today. You are yes. After I leave here, when was the playing? last time you who did? Are they playing? Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Who's playing? Michigan playing? Illinois, I think. Hold on. I gotta be honest. I've with you. done five games this week, so you gotta. Hey, that's and, a lot and of five work. shows. You just five shows. By the way, Illinois, Illinois tonight. Mike wow, I knew. Del it. Tufo. Mike Del Tufo bringing the Kendall Gill energy to Michigan, <laughs> Illinois tonight. Dean Brown. <laughs> Wow. The Sean Higgins energy. <laughs> wow. Good to see you, T.J. Jefferson. You know, Rich, I don't like the Niners. And if I got to see this uh-oh. Dwight Clark clutch uh-oh. one more time today, I, this week, I'm going to oh, throw dude. something. Well, get ready, okay. to, get ready to throw something. I, I'm, I'm tired of looking at it. throw all sorts of stuff. Because you're going to see that. You're going to see the catch. You're going to see all sorts of activity. Man. Let me tell you it. something. Let me tell you something. And I can't wait for this game. It is in the middle of Sunday afternoon, right there. Yeah, so my whole day can be ruined, right? Right there in the middle. So you're going to be watching football all day Saturday, Raiders, Bengals on NBC Peacock. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to watch the Patriots and Bills on Saturday night, and we just will be watching people freeze. It's going to be so cold. Okay. Freeze! I'm it's going to be and a t-shirt for dangerously cold for that game. It's going to be like I can't wait to see. This is part of the again all these games on Sunday, the Monday nighter uh, between the Cardinals and the Rams. You know, uh, just things to look forward to uh, here on the program uh, for for Super Wild Card Weekend. Super. How Ooh. is Belichick going to dress? Is it going to be? He's going to have oh. okay. He's going to have. Um, this is my prediction. He's going to have the uh, the hoodie, big time. Yep. He will have that that 
If puffy, you remember, puffy jacket. It'll be a puffy jacket. Yeah, yeah for sure. And he'll have a hoodie uh, with the puffy jacket, and he will have. If he will have, as you know, there there was a uh, sequel to Saturday Night Fever called Staying Alive. Remember that? Not many people saw Staying Alive. Not many people know that there was a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. But in that, you know, it was kind of like, you know, the jazzercise sort of edition of post-disco. You know, the the parts of the 80s that you never want to see again, you know. And uh, (laughs) there there was kind of like this headgear that John, which goes around your head and it covers your, you know, your your head from you know it's like a headband but it's a very yeah. thick headband, thick headband. Oh, yeah. you know um, probably what would you say about four inches of yes. of width it's Thanks. enough to cover the ears right but 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 when you're staying alive you know it was not covering your ears it was kind of like you know an accessory right belichick wears that in cold weather games yes, i guarantee you he will have that on I think you're right and his face is going to look like tom coughlin's on a good day and it's going to be freezing. Like and and we're checking to see if Iron Eagle is, in fact, getting Kurt Warner's puffy oh. silver jacket, as we suggested he wear Need for it. We're going to get an update on that, hopefully, before the end of this program. Can't wait for all of that. That's going to be amazing. That game's going to be amazing. But nothing like Sunday afternoon, man. It's TJ Jefferson's varsity Dallas Cowboys. Let's go. And it's the San Francisco 49ers, and there is a huge history between them. Would you believe... They have not played a playoff game since 1994. Yes. Wow. And guess <laughs> guess what? That's the 94 season, 95, January of 95. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, NFC Championship game Indeed. in which Steve Young beat the Dallas Cowboys, and it was getting the monkey off his back. If you remember, he then mm-hmm. went to the Super Bowl and destroyed the San Diego Chargers. Yeah, that was ugly. <laughs> Absolutely dismantled. This Stan Humphreys staring into space and seeing stars is still something that is, uh, you know, burned in my brain. They scored like ninety-five points that day. He didn't just they? threw another touchdown. <laughs> and it, ago. you know, it was Dion for the 49ers, as we all know. Dion then, you know, switched to the Dallas Cowboys. Kind of Ken Norton played for both teams mm-hmm. as well. You know, Charles and Haley. It was Charles Haley played for both teams, and this all this history. Do you know who was also in Candlestick Park that day? John Candy. Me. What? Wait, really? I was there. For KRCR TV, your ABC affiliate in the Reading Chico market. Wow. I was there. Really? I covered the game. I, if you can pause the film of Steve Young running around the circumference of Candlestick Park, he damn near ran into me. (laughs) (laughs) And I, because, you know, I convinced them to let me drive all the way down to San Francisco and get a press pass. How far is that? (sighs) Gotta be about four or five hours okay i mean reddings is closer to closer to the oregon border than anything else and it was a long drive and i got there and i'm on the sideline and i'm shooting because you get to shoot the video of the game and use it in your local Mm -hmm. broadcast it's your video and the nfl kind of by giving you the press pass allows you to use that stuff locally and i shot all that video and i went you know and i remember shooting steve young going around the circumference of that stadium and I remember thinking to myself, this is unbelievable. I can't believe I'm here for this. I remember uh, that 15-yard uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that um, Coach Switzer got 
in the game that really was very costly to them. And I could not believe that the 49ers had beaten the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I said to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'll go to the post-game press conferences and I'll get my own video. I'll get my own video of this stuff, too. And it was one of those old-school cameras that was on your right shoulder with this thick coaxial cable that attached to the three-quarter-inch deck that yeah, was yeah. On, that you had yeah. with your, yep. with your you know, with your... Um, you know, uh, you, you wore over your shoulder with the with the the, the whole satchel was the, yes. it was like I had this huge, it was like an imbalance just trying to use the camera to balance the the tape deck and everything like that. And I remember getting and setting up, and somebody heisted my coaxial cable. Oh, just jacked it, jacked it. Oh, jack move. And I couldn't use oh, anything yeah, to shoot anything from there on out. And that's my jack. memory of the last Cowboy Forty Nine er playoff game. They're like, he's from oh. Reading. He won't need this. Oh, somebody stole. Later on that year, I sent my uh, a tape to a headhunter, thinking, you know, it's just first-class postage. Sent my resume reel to first-class postage. Included some of the footage that I took a stand-up before. Uh, you got it right there in your hands, Mike. Hey, that's that's my resume uh, reel. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, that's my resume reel to get well, my job for, for Reading. Don't worry about covering uh, it up. That's uh, my parents' old New Jersey address. It. They don't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or, does that say, or does that say Redding, California on someone that? Someone does. does that say this is Redding. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my resume reel. That's it. So I put it all together, and ESPN hired me with what's in your hand. That, that resume reel is what ESPN hired me. And it all, part of it, came from this uh, this playoff series. So that's more interesting than the catch, hopefully, for you. I mean, if you <laughs> Although it was uh, a bad day for the Dallas Cowboys. I have good memories of this story, not so much of the catch. Well, the so Cowboys, as we know, <laughs> rebounded the year later on. Yeah. They haven't played the 49ers in a playoff game since then. Nope. So hopefully this for a whole new generation is going to be some blood, man. I'm hoping. Boiling. Because I don't Boiling. like them. <laughs> Boiling. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Come on. Go. Not a fan. Sunday night football, NBC and Peacock, Big Ben versus Patrick Mahomes. Easily the most decorated matchup amongst the quarterbacks that are facing each other in this. Big Ben is uh, potentially going to wind up third on the all-time postseason passing yards list. He, there's a milestone in front of really? him in this game. Yeah. And, um, and Mahomes, as we all know, and the Chiefs, as we all know, their season being all about under 500 for the three different times. They hadn't been under 500 in two years, and they were under 500 three different times this year. At one and two, two and three, and three and four, and then they went on a winning streak, stopped only by the Bengals before they won in the last game of the season to secure the two seed, and the only team that will make them pack for a football game prior to the Super Bowl is the Tennessee Titans who are off this week watching Sunday night football can't wait for that contest as the yeah but you never know Pittsburgh Steelers are in this game Cam Hayward's first up on the program then the Sunday kickoff between the Bucks and the Eagles and I'm one of those that are overlooking this game quite a bit because I saw Levante David come back on the practice field today. He should be back in this game. We're assuming he'll be back. That's a large assumption. But, you know, a whole host of players are getting back maybe in time. Even Gio Bernard might get back in this game. And as you know, the Bucks were using running backs three and four down mm -hmm. the depth chart. So... 
I didn't ask you yesterday, Chris, which one are you most looking forward to outside of obviously New England and Buffalo? Outside of New England and Buffalo, I think that the best game of the weekend will be Monday night, Rams and Cardinals. No, not what's the best game. Which one are when you, you personally? Well, he's not looking forward to that one because he's trying to sell his tickets. When you personally like have the most like desire to see. I, I am excited to see Big Ben end his career once and for all. Is that wrong? That's a little weird. That <laughs> What did he ever do to you? Uh... Eh, it's fine. I'm just not a fan, and I, I'm excited for Kansas City to to put the final nail in. Okay. Yeah, I I just think that game's not going to be close, and um, you know, here's an interesting here's an interesting matchup. A uh, fact about the Cardinals and the Rams: the last time there was a wild card game between two teams that were coming off of a loss. Both lost. The Rams and the Cardinals lost in week final 18, and they still made it, including a division winner, right? Last time, a wild card team, it was the Saints and Panthers both in 2017. Both lost in week 17. Both finished 11-5. and five. The Saints won the division on a tiebreak because they swept the season series, and then they won again in the four versus five wild card round. They won all three matchups, as we know these two teams split with each other and have the least amount of momentum and if any matchup coming in because they both lost. Yeah, and they've been very interesting games, too. And if you look at Matthew Stafford, probably struggled, kind of limped into the finish. Kyler Murray is going to be without DeAndre Hopkins. That offense has struggled without DeAndre Hopkins. They also have some uh, defensive backfield injury issues. So maybe Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup can expose that and kind of get back on a winning track. This game is fascinating. Will J.J. Watt play? Probably, right? Like, I think Monday night is going to be so good and so fun. Well, J.J. Watt was on yesterday's show, and he said, stay tuned, and, you know, he's playing. <laughs> I mean, there's no way. I think so. He works his ass off to come all the way back here. He practices. He's hanging with his teammates. He says yes to an interview. And then Monday, play. <laughs> Monday night comes, and there's no setback, but he's just like, yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, we got to be cautious. He's playing. Cooper Cup's in hour three of this program. The MVP candidate of the Los Angeles Rams. A surefire MVP candidate. Dallas Goddard of the aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles is on this program. N'Kobe Dean of your Georgia Bulldog National Championship team. He is the final Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth award winner. As you know, we've been giving out a $1,000 NIL deal to players who deserve it on the field in college football all year long with a national championship game and the season now over, one last one. Just like we started with Jordan Davis, his teammate up front, it's N'Kobe Dean right behind him as the last one, kind of nice bookends. Tony Dungy in hour number three as well. How about David Culley getting fired, huh? We'll discuss that oh, on this man. program by the Houston Texans. Uh, he got fired yesterday for winning as many games without Deshaun Watson as Bill O'Brien did uh, with him. <laughs> got it. Right. Or Bill O'Brien and who filled in for him did with him. I mean, that's nutty, isn't it? Four wins with Deshaun Watson in 2020, four without him in 2021, and the guy who won four without him, get out. 
We'll ask Tony which one's the best gig that's still available. Something we'll also talk about on this show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's be on time for Cam Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. When we come back, Chris Brockman will tell him he has no chance of winning. Yep, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Big Ben already said it this way. Uh, (laughs) That's right. You're just echoing Big Ben. I'm just echoing My bad. Just like London. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four. Rich on our terrestrial radio outfit. Uh, Cam Hayward, when he joins us in uh, five minutes, is when he's scheduled to join us. He'll be—he's a freshly minted All-Pro first teamer of twenty twenty-one. Third selection for Cam. He's so good, isn't he? Yeah. He is so very good. And Aaron Rodgers was the first-team quarterback. So, Jonathan Taylor, first-team running back, and Cooper Cups. We've got two. Freshly minted first team All Pro uh, guests today. How about that? How about Tristan Wirfs, second year in the league, two time All Pro player? He's so good, right? <laughs> that, that draft pick worked out for Tom Brady. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Tampa <laughs> traded down a spot and still got him, right? I think they got him at 14, right? Yeah, there was something like that. Let's see. Here. And that was also what added to the whole Rodgers. Uh, are you really going to protect him? Are you going to get him what he needs type thing? And, 13. They got him at 13. Right. But anyway, there you go. There you go. Because they got, they got protection for, uh, for Brady, right? Mm-hmm. And then Rodgers went on his uh, merry way and wound up losing despite his MVP year to Tom Brady. So kind of dig all of that. Uh, while we wait for Cam Hayward, look – it's tough for me to sit here in Los Angeles and talk about somebody's team or decision 
to fire a coach from here when I don't have boots on the ground there, okay? Your ears to the ground, you hear stuff, I get it. But I don't know what goes on in locker rooms and meeting rooms and things like that. But I saw a Houston Texans team this year play very hard despite the following. Deshaun Watson, period, right? All of that. All of it from him not wanting the general manager who they hired, from him feeling like he was disrespected and done with the team, done with the team just at this very point last year is when he sent out that cryptic tweet. Then comes his off-the-field issues, which does a lot of heavy lifting. The Daily Beast, by the way, um, got a copy of what they purport is an offer by Deshaun Watson to one of his accusers to settle. It's an interesting document to read. They, you know, obscured the name of the individual who received this offer. All I'm saying is it doesn't look like this thing's ending anytime soon, to say the least. The season all year long. And they start Terod Taylor. In between that, they leave David Culley, who they hire at age 65, his first time coaching. Lifer assistant. Give him the gig of explaining to the media why Deshaun Watson is not there, why why Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. Then all this other stuff comes out, and he's the one who's face front for this organization, answering so many questions. Remember, it took forever for the owner to start talking about it. Then he's handed his first overall draft choice in the third round because of everything that was happening beforehand and you know obviously he knew what he signed up for in all of this it's a rookie quarterback who he winds up having to play because Terod Taylor gets hurt after having a terrific week one by the way shocking the Jaguars don't forget when Urban Meyer stepped on the field in week one we were all assuming this was the coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes who knew what he was doing and had it all figured out and had his plan in place. The CEO coach was coming in in the NFL and he got his ass beat by David Culley's Texans. And so he got that dub and then he starts a rookie quarterback. And Davis Mills, all he did this year when he got in was look better than Justin Fields looked. And looked better than what Zach Wilson looked like. And looked better than the kid that that the Texans beat in week one. He looked better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean. Davis Mills out of Stanford. And this team, in the middle of the season, watches Mark Ingram get traded away. Yeah, we're done competing says the front office to its team by trading away somebody like Mark Ingram to the Saints. Hey, Mark, we'll let you try and go back to your spot and make the playoffs. Talk about breaking of the trust levels. And all they do is compete. 
And they they beat the Chargers. Part of the reason why the Chargers didn't make the playoffs is because the Chargers got beat by the Texans and the Chargers had COVID problems, but so did the Texans. Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, these guys were playing their asses off, it seemed. I don't understand it. It seemed like David Culley did everything that was asked of him. You know, and then what came out in late December that was also discussed on Twitter yesterday, you know, came to the fore. And I'll be honest with you, I missed this during the Christmas break, okay? Everything that was going on. I tapped out during the Christmas break. And this happened right before. David Culley was talking about how Nick Casario, the general manager, is in his headset, along with Romeo Cornell, during the game. The GM? During the game. In his headset, going over stuff like timeouts and time and down and distance and trying to help him out with adjudicating the game in real time, which is allowable. It sounds weird, you know? And I'm like, what? Say what? And Cully was saying it happened. He was using as an example. Casario got in his headset during the game in which the Texans almost beat the Patriots. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. That was after New England had that incredible performance against the Buccaneers, lost the Brady reunion despite incredible results in-game with the exception of the final score. They almost lost that game in Houston. They had to pull that one out of the jaws of defeat. Yeah, Davis Mills played great that game. And... You know, um, Casario got in in Cully's headset to talk about letting them score because of how much time was left on the clock and how many timeouts that they had. And Cully said at one point that what Casario was telling him didn't compute, but is helpful to this guy. And you hear this and you're like, oh, my God, like how dysfunctional is that? And then you hear about how Casario did the same thing with Belichick and Josh McDaniels and how they viewed that as invaluable and how everything that Casario did from taking snaps during practice, he was part of like the practice sometimes. He wasn't just your ordinary grocery picker and general manager, but obviously everything yeah. in New England is kind of unique than any other spot. Yeah. You know, and I got some tweets from people saying, wake up, Rich, this isn't news. <laughs> and... You know, no big story here. It's a, not a big story that he did it in New England. It's a big story that he's doing it for a first-time head coach here. And what would that mean to somebody else who might take this job? You're going to have the general manager in your ear. So you got to find a coach who knows that coming in and actually understands it, which means get ready, Houston fans. Somebody from the Patriot family tree which is what Deshaun Watson didn't want in the first place, which started this whole cycle <laughs> out with Easter Bee and all of this craziness. Just watch his YouTube vids, folks. Honestly, when you're watching Rich Eisen show videos and going down our wormhole, which we greatly appreciate, closing in on 350,000 subscribers on our YouTube page, just put in the words Jack and Easter Bee and enjoy his comic stylings. So, I don't know what's going on there. I don't get it. Casario does, you know, strike me. I've never spoken to him, never met him, as somebody who clearly has a lot on the ball. So, 
I don't get the hiring of David Culley at all. He did everything that was asked of him, right? Everything. I mean, what what didn't he do? But I'm not in the meeting rooms and I'm not in the, you know, I'm not in the locker rooms. I'm not in there. I'm not in there. I'm not in the moments where, you know, hey, this happened in week 10. He didn't have a full grasp or this or that. But they played their asses off. They went into San Francisco and it was Trey Lance versus Davis Mills. That was a game going into the third quarter. Houston almost beat Tennessee, your one seed, in the last week of the season when the U-Haul is backed up. And I'm sure everybody in that facility had an inkling that Cully might not come back. And they came back from 8-21 down against Tennessee and made it a one field goal game twice. Twice. What's Cam Hayward's situation? We're going to get him coming uh, out? Looks like it's going to be 35 after. Okay, so let's take a break then, and we'll speak to Cam Hayward, and we'll figure out where we're going to do. Um, what's more likely? What's more likely? Because, uh, I, I, again, I, I don't understand. What's more likely? You know, I, I, I sometimes you got to do a shrug emoji. I don't know where Cully's firing came from. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what the Texans' direction is. I have no no clue. That one was surprising and then not so surprising. Tony Dungy, Hour 3. That'll be a fun chat. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Cam Hayward of the Steelers and so much more here on the show on a busy Friday. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We are back. We're back here on our terrestrial radio outfit with NBC Sports on Peacock, um, where you will be able to see on Sunday night the Pittsburgh Steelers play a playoff game that a uh, few thought was possible towards the end of the season. And then after they won their game on Sunday... <laughs> It was a long journey between winning that game and then actually punching their playoff ticket. Many Steelers fans were punching walls watching that Sunday night football game. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show prior to the game that you could see on NBC and Peacock on Sunday night between the Steelers and the Chiefs is the freshly minted first team all pro Cam Hayward. How are you doing, Cam? I'm good. And yourself? I am doing well. Congrats on the uh, first team all pro, man. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Who told you? Because this came out, I think, about 10 minutes ago. Uh, You just told me. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. 
Hey. hey. Yeah. Oh, appreciate it. No, no kidding. Yeah, that just congratulations. <laughs> that literally. Wow. I'm like the Paul Revere here. Uh, the All-Pro is coming. Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's you. You want to guess who the other uh, the other defensive interior lineman is? That's all pro. Aaron. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Yep. You, yes, sir. <laughs> it's you and him. And you want to guess who the edge rushers are on the line with you? Um, hmm. Let me guess. I'm gonna say TJ and Miles Garrett. That is correct. You sure oh, you yeah. didn't see this, Les Cameron? Come on. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yes, indeed. Well, those guys have had the best seasons. What, what do you expect? Well, I mean, sometimes you put something in the old voting booth and you never know what's going to be spit out. You know what I mean? But um, what is it? Very true. So this is literally first blush. What does it mean to be named as such, Cam Hayward? Um, Man, it's a big honor. Um, I put a lot of work in this offseason. You know, to be viewed as one of the top D linemen in our league, um, you know, I'm just very lucky. Uh, I know it's not a, a guarantee and I got to put in the work, but, uh, you know, very honored to be known as an all-pro this year. And then uh, I, I question, I know the answer to, I guess, already, but I'll ask anyway. The, what does it mean to be named on that line with your teammate, T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayburn? Man, man, you, you, there's not a, a more deserving guy um, of being all-pro, hopefully defensive player of the year, um, you know, leading the lead in sacks again. But, uh, you know, as a group, we're leading the league. Um, and I'm sure he'll tell you we've got a bunch of guys that make this thing possible, but that dude is part of the locomotive, and, you know, he he keeps us all together. And you also had a front-row seat to him fighting through injuries, too, I would imagine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, plenty plenty of injuries, but, you know, when we get him out there and he's playing most of the plays, um, you know, there's not a lot of guys that can beat him. Um, We're very lucky to have a guy that – when he steps on the field, he's going to give you a chance. And you also had a front row seat. To, did he get hosed out of the sack record last week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, two things. One, yeah. my dumb penalty caused him uh, to not get the one sack. Um, they, they called me for roughing the passer uh, when the guy's running the ball, uh, figures. <laughs> and then the next one, um, you know, it was a botched fumble he picks it the quarterback picks it back up and tries to get up tj sat you know to me he sacks him and makes him fumble um but it gets viewed as a boarded play which is you know a load of crap to me yeah man uh i was talking about it with his brother jj yesterday you know and so um nonetheless i mean you're all pros and congratulations on that cameron hayward here on the rich eisen show how long of a day was sunday walk me through sunday for you, um, <laughs> you know, you know, trying to stay focused on our game, uh, but you're seeing the, you know, Jacksonville and Colts game. Uh, Colts uh, were struggling, and Jacksonville put it away. And you know, Baltimore is excited because if they're feeling like they got a chance, um, we go to overtime. Um, and you know, it was it was a, a grinded out type of game. Um, you know, and we were able to get get the ball one last time. Uh, you know, score a field goal with two minutes left in overtime. Um, and we're, we're feeling pretty good. Uh, and then you start watching the uh, the uh, Chargers and Raiders game coming on at 8 o'clock. And, man, my night went very long into the night. Um, 
You know, my kids were woken up by me. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? At the, what do you mean? It was a little loud. It was a little loud, you know. About uh, what? Like, you know, what What in particular got you loud, Cameron Hayward, of watching man, Sunday the, night? The amount, the amount of fourth downs they converted, <laughs> I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, dude, you guys can end it right here. And, oh, every time, you know, Justin Herbert, you know, came up with big plays, and I'm like, come on. Um, but... You know, I, I re- you really got to thank Josh Jacobs because I feel like he, he put us in range to, you know, for them to get a field goal. And I'm like, thank God. And, you know, they kicked the field goal, went through. I was like, all right, we got a shot now. So, you know, that was about at like 1.30 in the morning. So yeah. It was a long night. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, just as a fan and um, watching it and understanding what the, the stakes are and what have you, um, it was exhilarating, right? And 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 just watching that, and just I, I was on the edge of my seat. The number of people have called into the show, or friends of mine who we've been talking and texting, saying that that was one of the most incredible games of football and weeks of football and Sunday games of football. But you, this is your livelihood, man. We just talked about your All Pro season and the amount of work you put in in the off season and what you were doing this season and how. You know, the tie against the Lions kind of set all of these things in motion because if there was a three-way tie at 9-7-1, and one, you were out. And and and, yeah. and it's all hanging in the balance. Like, that that, <laughs> would, that must have driven you nuts, you know, sitting yeah, there watching. It did. You know, and, like, Chris Collinsworth uh, was killing me with, you know, his talk about the tie during the game. I'm like no way this ends in a freaking tie. He kept bringing it up. I'm like, bro, like, stop. You're killing me. Um, and, you know, the, you never want to have your fate in somebody else's hand. But we did, and uh, now we just got to make the most out of this um, and let, uh, not let it be in vain. Yeah, and before we get to that, though, do you think the Chargers timeout that they took because Brandon Staley said he wanted to get the proper run defense on the field, and interestingly enough, Josh Jacobs ran through that run defense for a first down. Do you think that that timeout did, in fact, help you and the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs because that led to the field goal? Do you think that made a difference, knowing football as you do? You know, you would, the football person in me says, yeah, it helped. Um, but the competitor in me is like, you know, maybe they really wanted to win the game. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I just – it was – I'm glad it ended up the way it did. I bet. I <laughs> I'll bet. Say that. Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's jump into it then. Um, ben even mentioned this week, you know, uh, that nobody's giving you a chance. Do you feel that way right now, Cameron Hayward? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, rightfully so. You know, they've got a uh, um, Hall of Fame quarterback in Mahomes and, you know, skill pieces galore. Um, opportunistic defense. Um, you know, they uh, finished number two in the AFC. Uh, not a lot of people are giving us a chance. Um, but, you know, to my guys in my locker room, um, the 53 men and the staff and the organization and our practice squad, we, be- we believe in ourselves. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, what do you think needs to do to make it happen for you in the way that you want, a.k.a. a win? What do you need? You know, I think we got to we got to get off on third downs. Um, you know, I think last time they were sustained a, a big drive that was like 10 minutes long. Um, you know, we got to be ready for, you know, the, the 
I wouldn't say scrambles, but the prolonged plays that Patrick does that extends the plays and, you know, breaks coverage uh, because our DB shouldn't be having to cover for 10 to 12 seconds. And when he does that, he usually makes somebody pay. Um, and, you know, our offense has got to put up some points. You know, you're playing a high-flying team, um, but we, we, we feel like we got some really good players on offense as well. And then uh, what was it like, obviously, you know, you're born in Pittsburgh, your dad, we all understand um, the history um, for you and your family in Pittsburgh. What was that moment like in Pittsburgh when Ben and you won that game in what was being billed as the last game for Roethlisberger in Heinz Field? What was that one like? Man, I, you know, not a lot of players get send-offs. Um, and I know Steeler Nation has loved Ben since he's been here, brought home Super Bowls. Um, and, you know, what a fitting way uh, against a rival uh, in Cleveland Browns to, you know, get that win for him. Um, you know, a lot of players on our team just thought, let's just play, you know, how we appre- how we want to appreciate Ben. Uh, you know, show him how much we've, we we care about him and what he's done for us. Uh, let's let's go out there and win this game. And um, and is there a sense of not wanting maybe the career to end right now? Is there because again, uh, you know, the game is not uh, Super Bowl is not winding up in Ben's hometown like Bettis did years <laughs> ago. But there, there's kind of like that sense that you could go on that mission, similar to a Steelers championship season of 2005. Is there a sense of like yeah, that at you all? Know, you know, I think. First of all, there's no championships in uh, Finley, Ohio coming anytime soon. <laughs> I'm sorry, Finley, Ohio. I would love for it, but I don't know if you guys could accommodate a Super Bowl anytime soon. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but, Might be a few rooms short. You know, yes. I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know, we, we all understand the magnitude of the single game elimination. Um, not only will it end our, our season, but it could be the end of, you know, one of the greatest, um, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks uh, in our generation. And we've been lucky enough to call him a teammate, and I don't think we're ready to let that party in. You know, what better way to have a retirement party than ride this thing out to the Super Bowl? Okay, man. I love it. And I appreciate you calling in and, and uh, the times that we've, we've gotten a chance, uh, certainly this season, to talk, but I am mandated to finish up with this speaking of a a hotel room in ohio it does appear that you were in one in the last saturday of november um cameron uh watching i imagine (laughs) a certain football game on television that was taking place in the state of michigan um uh any thoughts on the subject matter at all of the contents of michigan uh putting a 40 burger on the ohio state this year yeah that that as much as it kills me as yes. an Ohio State guy, it even mm-hmm. kills me more as a, a defensive guy. Okay, um, we're, we're not accommodated to that, and um, you, you got you guys got us. Okay, we'll leave it at that, and mm. see you guys next year. Okay, um, I'll see you soon. Okay, is it a problem <laughs> if we don't leave it at that for just a split moment? Um, because you know, uh, I was very pleased, Cameron, at least for you, that uh, the basketball team beat Duke two days later, and now Ohio State is a basketball school. Your thoughts on that subject matter, Cameron? We're not a basketball school. <laughs> um, we've had some really good players. This is great. Uh, but at the end of the day, we are a football school. We are not the UNCs of okay. the Big Ten. So. All right. 
All right. Just throwing that out there. What do you think of Aiden Hutchinson? What do you think of him, seeing him play as just a pass rusher here? Pressure. Yeah, you know, I I love his motor. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and I know they need him in some critical games. Um, You know, my brother got to play against him. You know, Mm -hmm. my brother plays at Michigan State. Yes, uh, I know. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh it's so time. much fun oh gosh uh cameron hayward congrats again i'm kind of i'm honored that i got to tell you that you made the first team all pro let's make this a regular thing let's do that let's do that i appreciate yeah. it we, we, we'll get drinks and everything i'd love it i look forward to that um maybe i'll see you here in los angeles in a few weeks you never know maybe right See you later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Cameron Hayward. Thanks for the time. Good luck, Cam. Thanks, guys. You got it. There you go. That's a... Cam, thanks again. all pro. That's an all pro. Getting ready for a playoff game. Kansas City. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Steelers at Chiefs. So you broke the news to John Madden. I didn't know that. that. He was in the Hall of Fame, and then you broke the news to Cam Hayward. Now, Cooper Cup is going to have to know between now and uh, top of our third hour, right? Yeah, because the All-Pro team broke just right after we went on the air. So it's, okay. well, it's possible that Cam didn't know for a half yeah, hour. What's going on? You know, Cooper it. Cup, it'll have been a couple hours. He was a unanimous selection. He's but practicing. he's probably been at practice. He's so he, I don't think that yeah. McVay stopped in practice. So. No way. And McVeigh strikes me as the type would be like, oh. hey, guys, come in. I'm so excited and bouncing around. Oh, I love McVeigh. Did you see what he said when it was brought up to him in a Zoom that um, uh, Stafford's not won a playoff game? And he said, well, there was one game he played. He was terrific. If it wasn't for some pass interference, he would have won the game. True. You know. TJ's too busy doom scrolling right now. Though. Yeah, I, I I heard what okay. it was, so I just chose to let it, <laughs> chose to ignore it. I don't remember any pass interference. That call. was an awful. It was pretty bad. Awful. I, I don't recall. Terrible call. Don't remember. What did we? That bailed out the mm. Dallas Cowboys. No, I don't. Bailed them out in Dak's year, in which and then of course the Rams and McVay sent them packing the next week anyway. Yep. <laughs> Hey, you can't have Super Wild Card Super. Weekend without multiple games on NBC. Super. Wild Card <laughs> Weekend is live on NBC and Peacock with not one, but two great matchups. I need to hear the music. There it is. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I was serving it up. Saturday, 3 Eastern, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow. Come on now. First time for them. And then on Sunday night, definitely not two first-timers. You've got guys who have won Super Bowls going at it. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs trying to end the career of Big Ben Roethlisberger. And you just heard Cameron Hayward say they have all intentions to keep this thing going and shock the world. It's all Saturday, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 7.30 Eastern on NBC and right here on Peacock. The Sunday night game also on Telemundo. Mike Del Tufo is about to do that promo in Spanish. Go. Es bueno, sí. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mike Del Tufo. <laughs> I took Spanish on three times. 
Margar- the, Margarita. By the, way, by the way, in the same year. <laughs> no, actually twice in the same year. It's the same actually, grade. First, the first same semester, grade. second semester in summer school. It, first no, no. <laughs> failed it the first time, had to take it again. How did I know that? Mike Del Tufo hooked on phonics. Wow. Spanish for you. Stewardess, I speak Del Tufo. Oh, please. I <laughs> See, do that girl Ma- <laughs> See that girl done booty mack him? Lay him down and I smack him. I definitely do have my own language. We are well aware of that. <laughs> Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, next hour. Next okay. hour. Just got to keep this stuff straight because we've got a lot going on. Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. I've never spoken to him, which means he is the one that I have chosen to ask if uh, he takes a blue pill during the cold. <laughs> That's the guy we're going to talk about, <laughs> even though they're not going to play in the cold. No, but there are going to be strikes some me. Elements He's a Philadelphia there. guy, right? Oh, that, really? It's supposed to rain in Tampa? Rain, wind. It's supposed oh, to be. No, 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 no. Supposed supposed be I'm looking right at the weather. Oh, by the way, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah, stealing. You're, you don't like it when I talk about yeah. stuff that you're going to bring up an overreaction oh. Monday well, subsequently. I mean, so you just did happens. that to Mike. Well, well, Rich, as you like, like, Mike off. Mike off. No, 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 no. <laughs> as you say in response, you know, people are coming yeah, in and out. Different audiences. Different. You can repeat yourself anytime you want. I didn't know that. I mean, the ratings go up when I get to the weather report, right? Oh yeah. And there's no just to see me make a mistake. And obviously out here in LA in SoFi Stadium. Oh, no, no, stop. The only, no, 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 it's yeah. right. The forecast calls for secondary market selling of your playoff ticket. <laughs>